When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Everything Iconic. I'm Danny Pellegrino. I have a very special guest today. I'm so super excited. Uh, it's been a long time in the making, and I didn't know that it would happen. Um, Kristen Doty from Vanderpump Rules. Welcome, Kristen. Happy Valentine's Happy Day, Valentine's my Day. love. <laughs> I know. You're here on Valentine's Day. This episode will be out a few days after Valentine's Day, but I couldn't, couldn't imagine spending Valentine's Day with anyone else. <laughs> I'm so happy you're here. And uh, like I said, it's been a long time in the making because when I first started the show, you were like my dream guest. So I just wanted you here. And uh, I felt like people were bullying you online because we started like a hashtag it was like Kristen is iconic and you I, th- I think I told you this at BravoCon that I thought it was like you were like mocking me yeah, yeah. No. and until Ariana and I became much closer friends and you guys were so close like you were so close with Tom and Ariana obviously because of your book then she actually was like Kristen no he's actually serious yeah. like this like Kristen is iconic or Kristen is a queen and I'm like I just thought you were mocking me and being so mean I'm like I'm never doing his podcast no Kristen you're keeping the lights on over at Bravo because really when I think back of some of the most iconic moments on that show you really have given them to us the bitch slap heard the around the bitch world slap, the suck a dick I yeah. mean nothing's better than you telling uh, the manager of sort of suck a dick yeah. I mean I've never lived like that moment. Yeah. Uh, I'm so excited. We, I have so many questions for you. I also got a copy of your book yesterday, and I tried my best to read it like cover to cover. I kind of had to skim over some parts just because I, I wanted to get into everything. But I love that you did that because I wanted this book to be so universal that people, like, you don't have to read it cover to cover necessarily, but you can skip to any chapter. Right. And I, that's what I want for guys and girls, like anyone reading it, to just be able to go, oh, what's that chapter about? I want to go there. Right. And it's okay to to kind of mix it up a little bit. Yeah, because each chapter is a different guy in your life. A different experience. A different experience. And Tom called- Sandoval has a few chapters, for right, sure. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you figured those out. Um, I know, because it's kind of coded. That was sort of fun to me, because it's like... The pseudonyms. You, you don't say Tom Sandoval, but it's like, when you start to read it, you're like, oh, that's Tom, or that's James, or that's whatever. Yeah, my uh, actor. <laughs> so it's called... Perhaps. It's called... Uh, uh, he's Making You Crazy. And it comes out when? It comes out June 2nd, 2020. June 2nd. Do you just feel so relieved that it's like done? Yes. You must be so proud. It's the coolest thing ever. And Michelle, for me, like, I, I remember even like, strangely enough, because and I clearly are not great friends right now. Right. I'm so mad at them right now. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But she did text me not long ago and just said, congratulations on your book. I hope that it wasn't like a hard process for you because it can be very stressful and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and nice. for me, it was so seamless. It was one of the most exhilarating moments and processes of my life. It was therapeutic. It was exciting. And I think I owe that a lot to Michelle Alexander, my co-author, because we just had so much fun together. And just sitting... If I had to write the whole book myself or with a ghostwriter, I assume maybe that that would have been a much harder process. Right. Um, and you know, like you've obviously been a part of writing books and whatnot. But for me, it was just really, really fun sitting with Michelle and doing that, like that, the 
the second part of it, you know, once you get your edits back and you're kind of rewriting some things like that was a little, I think maybe a little yeah. more difficult for us. Cause we're like, okay, we got to, that's unpack, the work stuff. Yeah. Unpack yeah. quote unquote was like the, the term we like to use, like unpack that a little bit more. And I'm like, like I've unpacked further. my entire dating life. Right. Like you put um, everything out there yeah. and then they're like, give us but a it little was, more. It was cool. There were definitely some hard moments. So. You know, I had, I had mentioned this on my Twitter. I respect Tom and Ariana so, so much because they did put my name in the cover. Mm-hmm. They've included me in, in book signings and all of that kind of thing. And I just think it means so much, and you're including Michelle as your co-author, because a lot of people, you know, I've ghostwritten stuff before, and it's not always, it's actually industry standard a lot of times to kind of hide who the celebrity is working with. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just respect you so much. I think it means so much to, I'm sure, Michelle. Yeah, for me, honestly, when when we started writing the book together, Michelle and I, she, like, like, three chapters written, and we were so fortunate to sell the book and and get that opportunity. But immediately she said, like, you know, it doesn't matter if I'm on the cover. And I'm like, but it matters to me because we're 50-50 partners. These are my stories for sure. Yeah. But it's your life. We, we co-authored this together. It was a 50-50, you know, work put in. There were definitely moments where she certain chapters, especially some heavier chapters, where she said, Take this and run with it. You have to write this on your own. I can't do anything for you. And when you're done. Let's read it out loud because she loves to read everything out loud. And then we'll see if I can help you with it. But for the most part, she really wanted to make me write these by myself. Yeah. Um, and I just think it's important to give her that credit that she deserves. Did Stasi use a she had two a- ghostwriters, I think. I think she, she was two. pretty pub- I think it was two. She was pretty public about it because they filmed a lot of her process. Oh right. Last okay. season on Vanderpump. Yeah. Um, like she so, Skyped with some people or whatnot. We'll get back into the book. But yeah. right now I want to talk about Vanderpump Rules. And it. I'm so mad at them. I feel like they're yeah. being so mean to you. How do you feel about it? Like even watching it back, are you getting more upset or do you understand them more? Or what's the vibe watching it back? I, honestly, I'm watching it with everyone else trying to figure out what the problem is. And the more episodes that passed pass i'm sorry the um the more confused i am (laughs) Mm -hmm. so like the first few episodes i was like okay so i know they're annoyed about carter i get that it's probably taxing on them that i'm being this like whiny little biatch like i totally get that but then like two episodes ago the episode prior to pride when stassi was like you know i will always be there for you and i will never not be there for you and i love you no matter what and katie was still really salty telling me to shut up and shut the F up and whatnot. It, that was like the hardest episode for me because then Stassi to watch what happens live and Andy said like, so what are the, what's the probability that Kristen will be invited to the wedding? She's, She's like 50, 50. 50. Uh, I'm like, but you love like me knife. so much. Well, that's what I was wondering. I, I was going to ask, did something happen later in the season between you guys or is yeah. it just like a little thing? It, I mean, Again, okay, so this is the timeline for me is what is hard, and I'm going to keep watching it with everyone else. And hopefully, I see something that maybe Katie and Stassi filmed together or Stassi films with Bo, something that I'm not grasping just yet. Um, but the weird thing was after Miami and pre Brittany and Jax's wedding, actually on Stassi's birthday, which we didn't really celebrate this year, strangely enough, on Vanderpump, I went to Stassi's sister's wedding mm. with Katie. Stassi, Bo, and Tom. Just so five everything of us, was fine. And everything was great. And that was like three uh-huh. days pre-wedding and had the best time ever. So when I hear Katie and Stassi say like, it's been so shitty for so long and so t- 
toxic for so long. I was like, that's weird because I remember your birthday and your sister's wedding. We had like the best time ever. Right. So I, think I don't as, know. As a viewer, it's like I relate to what you are going through. I think we've all sort of been there. And you mentioned on the show the messiness. And you mentioned on the show to them, to to Katie, you said you're like, I've been there for you guys. Mm-hmm. And now I'm asking you to be there for me. And it's it's weird to me because they say it's a very toxic relationship, right? But then they're there for Brittany and Jax. They've had their ups and downs. They've been there through other people's ups and downs. And so it is weird to me that it's like it's singled out with you a little bit. And is it just yeah. like worse with you and Carter? Or That's is it- how I feel too. And I, I, I said this on Twitter and I definitely, it was not a cool dig for me to come at Katie at the dinner at Katsuya and say, well, like when Tom fucked around, it was good you. TV. Like it was, it was a deep dig. It wasn't <laughs> yeah. no, you're fine. trying to open a water bottle y'all with one hand. Um, <laughs> it was, it was a low dig and I wasn't proud of it because I basically pulled a Katie on Katie by saying something like that. But I just felt so like I don't like the word bully, but yeah, like pushed in a corner. And I tweeted this too, but like literally Ariana was sitting next to me of all people. She had her hand on my thigh, just like squeezing my knee being like, you're like, you're fine. Don't go there. Like don't fight back. Don't Don't bark back. Yeah. Don't engage. And I just feel like I, I said this yesterday on, I think Jenny McCarthy's maybe or something, someone's podcast. Um, the other day, there was like a Vanderpump Marathon on Tuesday, and I was like hearing things in the background because I just had naturally I had Bravo. <laughs> sure, who doesn't? And I, it was like a reunion from season two, three, something like that, playing where Stassi was like in a bad place, and Stassi and Katie were fighting, and they were going at each other. And I stopped for a minute and thought, when have I ever just gone after either of them? Right. And I, in the ten years I've been friends, I can't think of one single time that I've engaged and started that fight. I've defended myself. I've been an asshole. I've screamed and shouted. I've been a little crazy. (laughs) But I can't think of a single time that I've actually just been like, I'm sick of you and I'm sick of you complaining about something. But yet for me, I'm just too much to take, I guess. I don't know. Now, do they have, is it a separate situation with both of them? Or is there one that's like, uh, you think the relationship could mend easier? Or is it kind of a package deal? I hope that it's not a package deal because if I hope that I get to have a conversation with both of them at some point, like a very transparent conversation. And I hope I it's on it camera. Needs, maybe that's what they're waiting for. I don't know. Maybe they're like, we're waiting <laughs> for the reunion, bitch. You know better. We're not going to talk before that. I'm worried about this reunion because there's going to be a million fucking people on that stage with your cast. There's so many people, but go ahead. I was like, who's fighting with, what are we talking about? Am I talking at all? I think this is important. What's happening? <laughs> <So> <laughs> Jackson, Brittany, you're going to be like, remember we got married? So much. No, we're going to talk with Dana and Max instead. <laughs> it's oh, gonna be a, enough with Max. It's going to be a lot. Um, but I hope that we do get to have like two separate conversations and it's like weird because it's like day to day. There are days that I'm like, God, I really wish I could talk to Katie today or hang out or we talk about the wine or we talk about something work related and it feels great again. And then the next time I see her, she's an asshole. And then there are other times where I run into Stassi and she couldn't be kinder to me, but she won't return her text for like Mm. three months. So I'm just like... I don't know. Do I want that anymore? Because do I want someone that doesn't want me? Right. It feels like a toxic relationship. And sometimes I think in friendships, which it's hard as a viewer to watch you guys breaking up because we're so invested in you guys. But I think in real life or in my own life, I do realize that sometimes friendships do have you. You do have to just move on and say goodbye to certain friendships. But it, you guys are on a TV show together, so it's different. Yeah. But I want to ask you, playing kind of like peacemaker a little bit, like what's your favorite thing about Stasi? 
Like, what do you miss kind of the most about her? I really miss just, (laughs) this is going to sound so like, she's like my boyfriend, but literally just like sitting on the couch with her and like ordering Postmates and just talking about life, honestly. Like that was something that I really cherished about my relationship with Stassi was just like venting and also talking about all the positives and giving each other advice about like this whole book writing process. It would have been so nice to be like, tell me what the book tour thing was like. Like, tell me what you know. And because I'm so much older than her, there were so many things that I would be like, listen, I've been through A, B, C, and D. Let me tell you about my experiences. She, Stasi was always someone who never like gave unsolicited advice, but she would discuss her experiences. And mm. that's like something I really value in a best friendship. That's something that I have with Brittany. Brittany never shoves something in my face, but she goes, okay, well, this is what I've been through. Maybe that'll help you too. Mm. And that was, so, and obviously like, Stassi and I love to gossip, and yeah. and it was private and fun. <laughs> yeah, and she's fun. She's funny, and she's, fu- she's quick witted. She's so yeah. witty and sharp tongued, but in like a really cool, positive way. I felt more intelligent hanging out with her. I would learn a lot. So I really miss all of that stuff. And then and Katie, what? And Katie, Katie, and I have this like insane love for music, and that's the major thing that I miss about Katie is we could sit for like hours, almost like not even talk, and just jam music and play watch movies. We have the same taste in almost everything. And that was so rad. And I miss that so much. And we've dabbled in it. Um, but then again, like I, I was saying sort of earlier, like we'll have like a phone conversation. She'll answer the phone when I call, but then the next time I see her, maybe she's in a bad mood and she wants nothing to do with me. Mm. So I feel, I feel like these are like bad breakups with boyfriends yeah. essentially. And I'm like, do I tiptoe? I don't know. Ugh, I don't know how you guys do it with, uh, you know, you can't just ignore someone you're on a tv show together that's yeah, so weird to me it's hard uh, you're not with carter anymore right i'm not okay no. you're not and how are you doing post carter i mean we've been broken up for now about a year and are you dating yeah okay so i want single but dating one of the most shocking things that i read in the book was you tell a story about post carter mm-hmm. being with a guy and you said one of your girlfriends texted the new guy oh yeah and told the new guy that you're still kind of hanging out with carter i don't remember the exact whatever. yeah and it was was it inferred that it was either katie or stassi right? mm, it was not. oh it was neither no but so one this of your, was more recently was it one of the friends that we would know no so it was just a friend a girlfriend what a shitty thing yeah. to do though yeah i was really mad i thought like it was so it's so i don't it, and that was her version of to me, I was like, does she have a crush on this guy? Is that why, right, why she's is she doing getting this? Involved? And it, her point of view is that she was like protecting me from like getting wrapped up in Carter again. But I'm just like, no. And this is something Michelle, my co-author, like she's taught me through the, the process of writing this book was that like, why do your friends, Katie and Saucy included, this girl we're talking about right now and a few other people that Michelle like has was like viewing while we during this process. She was like, why do your friends think they know better for you than you do? Mm. Why don't mm-hmm. they just let you live? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like, just let me live. Let yeah. me figure it out. Let me learn my lessons. You yeah. can't learn because someone tells you what to do. I mean, it, it is a hard thing. I think like sometimes you do want to give your friend, you want to help your friend, you know, you want to get yeah. drag them out if they're in a bad and protect them. And, and it is a, a difficult situation when your friend is with someone that you think is bad for them or bad for their mental health, emotional health, whatever. Um, but I just thought I was so mad at your friend. I was like, how it's yeah, to it get involved in your thing. new relationship <laughs> and say like, Oh, you should know this. Mm-hmm. Um, so how's Brittany? She's in the middle of it. How is she navigating all of this? 
I was with Brittany last night. We spent all day together. We did um, the Vanderpump Rules after show. Do you talk shit about Katie and, and Stassi so, when you're together? Well, we talked about how hard it is for her. But she said yesterday, she was like, the bottom line is while we're filming you know, the digital content, and she was like, Kristen is my very best friend in LA. But Stassi and Katie are two of my closest friends too, and it is really hard. She's grateful that I don't make it hard for her. Mm. I sort of just like throw my hands up and go, okay, so you're hanging out with Katie, Stassi, and Lala today. I guess I'll talk to you next week. But it does feel shitty. And there were points over the summer when we were filming that I would sort of back off. Like there was one specific day I had dropped a friend off at the airport. I drove right to Brittany's house because she was like, oh, come over and let's swim in the pool. She wasn't answering her phone. I was like, oh, I'll just run by there. And I get there and it's Stassi Bo, Katie Tom, Randall and Lala. And I walk in like seeing them all in the pool. And I was like, do I run? What do I do? I would have ran the other way. I just went in and I sat down and I was like, "Did you cannonball?" Remember on that episode, you cannonball right in, Kristen. Right, oh, yeah, the public I pool. To your you did the public pool. You just cannonballed right in. Kristen. Yeah, I sure did. I loved it. I loved it. Those that, were groomsmen in the pool. They're they were groomsmen. Uh, how um, you, the girls went on a girls trip too. That must be hard to see Park City? on social media. Was that where they went? Or Mexico? I don't know where which they, one. Right? Yeah, they went to different. It must be hard to like hop on social media. Do you also follow each other? Um, yes, but I have them all muted. Okay. Because it there's no reason to torture myself. Sure. <laughs> I'm not going to unfollow them. Uh, I still love them. I just don't yeah. want to see them having a wonderful time without I me. I want you guys to get back together. Yeah. It would but, be nice. but I'm also still so mad at them for I feel like it's I feel like Stasi and I are going to have an easier path somehow because we have more um honest communication and I don't think I've heard, I've asked I've been asked this question a lot if I think Katie's only doing this because of Stasi and I don't think so and I don't think Katie's a minion and I think she has her own opinions. However, I do feel like if Stasi were to forgive me or or be friends with me or make up with me again, I feel like Katie would Katie would be following along. Oh, interesting. So we and need maybe to get that's Stassi because Stasi's getting married and they're all trying to sort of protect her feelings and just be there for her right now during this process. I don't know. Right now, I just have to make up a bunch of reasons in my head. You're going to no be, you're going to go to the wedding. I think it's going to happen. It's 50 50, but I bet it'll happen. It'll happen. You guys will make up. I think at the reunion, you'll hash it out. We'll get to see it. Um, we'll see. But we, we do want to see it. Okay. Now, the new people on the show, mm-hmm. they're not being integrated well. <laughs> yeah. It's a big hot mess. Yeah. What do you think? I feel like it? Dana's being integrated. Yeah. I like well. Dana. I love I like Dana. Dana. Too. Yeah. Um, and Max, the thing is, I've known Max longer than any of them just because he's honestly been the GM at Tom Tom for two years. And I love Max, and he lives in the Valley like us, so I hang out with him. I have my own friendship with him. I don't know Brett very well. Um, do you I think feel it's like weird. Do you feel like they're uh, treating Sheena poorly? Like, I don't like how they're treating Sheena, the man. Oh, I hate it. Yeah. But, but this is the first season that I've seen Sheena really just stand up for herself and be like, whatever, I'm the queen bee now. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. bow down, bitches. Right. I think it's hysterical. The scene with she and Max when she pulled out the t- she came to the Shelby. That was so good when she I had the receipts. I was cringing. I'm like, receipts. why are you, Sheena? What are you doing to yourself? And then she just full redemption, yeah. pulling out those text messages. You know, it just feels like there's two separate shows going on, which I think yeah. we had maybe expected going into the season. There's knowing like, here's that Valley big- Village and here's West Hollywood. Right. And it's, <laughs> it's so awkward to me, and I just think there either needs to be two different shows. And then, of course, like I think with the Max and Brett tweets, we see they're not in confessionals anymore. So that makes it even more awkward because it's like we are going to the new people, but then we're not like treating them the same as the, oh, the that's others. Interesting. Do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I think it's just weird. Uh, but I wondered, and Sheena too, I feel like 
I feel like they do her dirty so much. And I've been oh, saying yeah. this on my show. I'm like, we need justice for Sheena because I feel like it's getting to the point where it's like bullying. Yeah. <laughs> not, no, I don't want to use that word. Maybe. No, you're it's right. Maybe, I mean, I'm always just like, let Sheena live. <laughs> let, let Sheena, Sheena live. be Sheena. I like, I love that she dresses like a 19 year old. I love that <laughs> she's extra. I, but I love that about her. And, and this is the first year. And I remember before we started filming this past season, I told Sheena, just own it, dude. Just be you. Don't apologize for who you are. Just be you because you're such an, a, a great friend, not only, but like a character, if you will, on this show. Yeah. Like, you know, we're all one dimensional. She started this fucking show. She really did. She literally <laughs> she did. She fucks Eddie Cibrian. We wouldn't have a show. We would not have Anna So Bumbles. thanks, Sheena. And we need a justice for her. It's like, seriously, it's <laughs> getting to the point. justice for Sheena. It's like getting to the point where I'm watching. I'm like, oh my God, they're editing like another clip package of embarrassing Sheena. Yeah. And then there, this fight with Dana seems like so fake to me, like with the... Um, I mean, it's not fake. But yeah. It's definitely not, but I don't, I don't like, like it because I love Sheena and I love Dana. But it's just so trivial and like so stupid because like, do either of you really give a shit about Max and Brett? Really? Yeah. yeah. Or was it just like who like a, a, a dick measuring contest? Yeah. 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 Uh, also, I, I was I said this on the show in the past. I feel like sometimes, uh, no one on the show gets to like. We don't get to see. We don't see a lot of like James May. We don't see Sheena's podcast. We don't. There's like things. A lot of things in your lives, and I know we have so many fucking cast members on the show. We can't show everything, right? Like seventy two. But this then point. it's like Stassi. Every single scene of Stassi is her being this businesswoman, and yeah. and it almost is presented. And I'm not trying to take anything away from Stassi because she's built some a wonderful brand and everything. But it just seems like we have one businesswoman, and it's like she's no one the, else. Yeah, it's like she's the Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> I mean, that's how I felt. Filming it and especially watching it, and Lisa's like, you know, like basically licking her butthole and being like, okay, now you're the one who gets the ring that everyone needs to kiss. And I'm like, wait, bitch, like I have a clothing line. I also wrote a book that's being turned into a television show. And I also have oh, this it's wine turning ring. into a television yeah, show. Yeah, that's what we're working on now. Oh so God, that's exciting. the whole reason we wrote the book to begin that's with. That's so exciting. But it's like we all have these things. Like, yeah. and Tom and Ariana wrote this. Super successful right. book. Fancy and AF cocktails. You can get it on Amazon. Get it on Amazon. <laughs> or Target. But yeah, and, and or Target. Um, yeah, and Sheena's like, she has a podcast too. And like, we're all doing things. And I wish that they would sort of celebrate that, at least show it a little bit. Like the fact that I wasn't in the Pride episode, like I was salty as hell about yeah, where that. Where were you? <laughs> I was at Sir selling James May One Love t shirts, profits going to so the Trevor you were Project. Even at, sir. I was there. The entire time. But see, this is also the issue with having such a big fucking cast because it feels like there's episodes that we didn't we don't see James and Raquel for three episodes yeah. or we don't see Lala wasn't even Lala was not in, in a couple episodes. You were not in the Pride mm-hmm. episode. And it's just like it's so weird to me. And I, I said this before too. It, it'd be like watching, I don't know, Will and Grace and it's like Deborah Messing's not in yeah, the episode like, for wait, two what? weeks. <laughs> and I know that happens when someone goes on maternity leave or something, but it's like on a show. I don't know. On soap operas, I guess people can come and go a little bit, but it just feels like such a large cast. But I, I was—I just always put myself in other people's shoes, and I'm like, I'd be so pissed if like every episode Stassi looks like this fucking yeah. amazing businesswoman, which she is. But then, and you the know, weird like thing is, like produ- editing production, Sheena. like celebrates the fact that we have these other ventures. Like they want that for us, especially when we're not working at Sir. Like clearly, I haven't worked there in how many years. But then you celebrate that, but then you don't want to air it because it's boring. Yeah. Or how about because I'm, I'm, I'm selling shirts, like sitting there, like almost like a goddamn lemonade stand because it's <laughs> that important to me, though, to be a part of Pride, a part of the LGBTQ community, 
to be giving back to be donating, which is something Lisa's so great at. Like I just thought I didn't do it because of those reasons, but I'm like, why would you not even include it for five seconds? For five seconds. But instead, just like the fact that Danica has to run Sir by herself <laughs> and Peter's on the float. I that don't know. scene between Peter and Raquel seems so fake. Like that one of out outside by the Sir Dump. It was like they were bo- it seemed like the most terrible acting I've ever seen on yeah, television, right? That's how I felt too. Um so this might be too insidery and you can just tell me to fuck off if it's not okay. But do you, did the contracts change or something where people are getting paid per episode or was that always the case or something? Because it seems like, I mean, I don't, yeah. I don't talk to like anyone, but like the main cast about like how their contracts work. So I don't know. Right. I don't know the way like new people or if, you know, people that were on a different tier or something like that. Like I don't. Right. I don't really care either. <laughs> you know, speaking of that Peter and Raquel scene, a lot of fans online are are kind of calling out certain things on the show. For instance, someone on the Bitch Sesh podcast mm-hmm. said they were at the Tom Tom Stassi book signing. Uh-huh. And they had claimed that they had seen them, Stassi and Tom, film that blow-up scene a bunch of times. No. So it was just once. Oh, it was just once. Okay. And I was standing right there for like a, maybe the first three or four minutes of it sort of inserting myself and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna like moonwalk back out of this situation because there's enough enough people involved. What did you think of that fight? Um I was you were on fully Stassi. on Stassi's side. Yeah. I thought Tom was an idiot. Like and I even had to tell that to Ariana's face, which was awful because I get she's gonna back up Tom. I celebrate her for doing that no matter what. And I get like Tom's POV was like, well we weren't even like IDing people and like we could have gotten in trouble for it. But it's like that's not on Stassi. She did everything she needed to do. You got fucked up the night before with James Kennedy. It was all over social media that you were up to like four o'clock in the morning per use. So you can't go at her. Talk to Tom. Talk to Lisa about it. Did I was you, full team Stassi on Did that. you ever get rage texts from Tom? Absolutely. Back in the day. So uh, this week on the show, uh, this episode will air before the episode. We haven't seen this week's Vanderpump Rules. I have not either, just so you know. um, But we did see in the preview that there's this fallout that kind of played out online a little bit with Brittany and Jackson, their pastor. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering, what's your take on that situation? Yeah, I stayed very... I talked to Brittany about this yesterday, and I... During that time, I stayed mum about it, even during like our Vanderpump like, interview moments. They would ask me to like speak up about it, and I was like, I'm not saying a damn word. It, it. We all saw it happen on Twitter. We saw the tweets, but I don't think that he, the pastor. I think that they made the right decision, but I don't necessarily think that he was, you know, a, a homophobic. I don't think that, but I think that Jackson Brittany did what they had to do for themselves, and I think having Lance was the perfect person because they were so close to him. He's Lance one of Bass Jackson, was Lance the Bass. minister or yeah. the um, he wed them. Yes, yeah. and I think because it was a very last minute decision. He was capable, able, he was coming to the wedding anyway. And I think that that was the best decision that they could make for them. Um, But I don't, I don't think their pastor is homophobic. I I know that he was basically just tweeting Bible verses that are unfortunate because it really looks that way. Well, it is because I don't agree with them at all. I'm Christian, but I'm like, I just think people are assholes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> the church, so of, the church based, of Kristen. Yeah, people are assholes, you know, an asshole is an asshole, and that's that. <laughs> but I think that they made the best decision that they could do for them because obviously, with even though they were just, he was just reciting Bible verses, it, they don't stand for that. Yeah, yeah. So, well, it was interesting because I remember when all the women were on Watch What Happens Live, Andy, this was like last season, Andy had brought it up. 
and Brittany had said, no, uh, we support him and yes. all of this sort of thing. And then uh, it had come up again. And that's, I guess, when they decided to get rid of the pastor. Yeah. I just think it was, it was a lot on their shoulders because if it's not necessarily that everyone thought this. So they're like, well, everyone thinks one thing. We really need to go that route. I just think it was just too heavy on their shoulders. And they were like, you know what? We don't want the wedding to be about this. So let's just cut our losses. Oh, I love that sound, don't you? And that's the sound you're going to hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Uh, we use it here at Everything Iconic. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling all your business complexity, no matter how big you grow. I think it's fantastic. You're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache, but Shopify's app store has the migration apps you need to migrate all of your products, your orders, your customers, and more uh, from every major e-commerce platform all the way to Shopify. And I always hate when I'm shopping online and I have to re-enter all of my information. Well, Shopify store remembers your shipping address, your payment information. So if you're on the couch and your wallet's on the kitchen counter, you don't have to get up, which is nice. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash everything iconic, all lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash everything iconic shopify s-h-o-p-i-f-y dot com slash everything iconic this show is sponsored by better help and we all carry around different stressors both big and small sometimes the small stressors are the worst for me because i cannot stop thinking about them when i'm trying to sleep or when i'm trying to go about my day i keep those little things bottled up and it can start to affect me negatively now therapy is a safe space to get those things off of my chest and figure out how to work through all that stuff and if you've never benefited from therapy i think it's time you explore i think anyone can be helped by going to a professional therapist it's so incredibly helpful get those coping skills and uh, deal with those stressors. So uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, you can give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be super convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out this quick, brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, which I think is so important. Uh, so that way you find someone that you work well with. Now, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everything iconic today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everything iconic. Jack's like says things. Jack's just dumb. He's, He's just, just dumb. an idiot and he has no filter and he doesn't think before he speaks. Because like I saw him say something about Ariana and, and yeah. her liking women and that was just he's like oh like, ariana's a lesbian that's why she and tom don't get along and it's like well ariana number one is publicly bisexual also who cares and why don't you just leave her and tom alone because they're not like you and Brittany? who cares you're not better than anyone Jax. you're not better than me because you have a wife you're not better than ariana because she doesn't want kids right now like shut up he's I just, just feel like it's so and there's been times on twitter where i've i've seen certain things that he said that just feel like so yeah, he's gross an idiot. It's like, he's just like a caveman and he needs to just, someone I needs know, to but like that's not an excuse he no can't it's be not like but that. i'm saying I he know. just his, he's like donald trump like take your social media away you can take say away it the in passwords. the privacy Brittany, take away the fucking passwords yeah, take yeah take, <laughs> take like you can say it in the privacy of your own home and I, be a dick then but otherwise just shut up wait, not to divert too much but in the book it's so funny when you say how to get guys passwords and it, yeah. your my favorite tip was like 
figure out their iTunes password yeah. and that'll give you their i wait can you explain those yes so your <laughs> iTunes password is also your find my phone and it's so diabolical Kristen. Yeah, I love so it. it's very very easy to do and it was that's what it so was then you Tom Sandoval was the, the person I was talking about so I learned how to track him and then when he essentially broke up with me and started dating Ariana I deleted I erased his iPad oh my god because uh. you know when you like have it and like let's say you lose your phone and you're like oh crap now someone definitely stole my phone. You want to erase the contents of your phone so people can't, you know, get into it. So yeah, uh, he was really mad at me. I remember that so well. He <laughs> called me and he was like, did you delete my iPad, con- my iPad like contents? And I was like, no. He's like, no. And I was like, why am I even lying to you? Yes, I 100% did it. And I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. <laughs> those years early on, the whole Tom saga and everything with you guys, like those years were just peak TV. It was like it was some of the best television of all time. Uh, going back to the diversity thing or the LGBT issue, on the show, it's about a show in West Hollywood, of course. And I know all of you guys have LGBT friends yeah. in real life. Don't you wish we had one on the but show? Like, why doesn't it happen? <laughs> That's what I don't understand. It's like, and I know you guys aren't in control of casting. Yeah. But I just wonder if you have any insight as to why are your, are your gay friends just not interesting enough? Like, what's happening? I don't know. I mean, the thing is, I think it has a lot to do with who works for Lisa. Um, but we do have some friends you yeah, know, there's gay like people both that of the Logans, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I want Logan Cochran to be. Yeah, it's I like both him. Logans, like and, and certain people like that. But maybe I don't know. It's just the, the main cast, the way we started. Yeah, it hasn't branched out to that yet, but hopefully sooner than later. Yeah, I know. It just we need some diversity, even people of color and mm-hmm. and all of that. So, what did you make of Billy Lee? Were you? I know you. I think didn't she's get an asshole. I really liked her to begin with. We were friends. We used to like cook vegan food together. I thought she was great. And the second she started coming after all of my friends and just the cast and, you know, co- like calling Katie that Katie's like hates transgender people or like blah, blah, blah. I was like, you're cut. See, you I thought did- you were coming on the show and you were going to take over. I also know that that biatch <sighs> went on Wikipedia and changed the Vanderpump Rules Wikipedia to saying that I was no longer on the show and she was a main cast member. For a oh fact. my god! Don't worry, that shit got changed back real fast. But I just think she's an asshole, and I think she thought because of her being transgender, like we all celebrated that so much, and I thought it was such an important statement to make. I thought her experiences were so important, but she got too big for her britches. Mm. See, I felt I felt bad for Billy Lee at the last reunion because I felt like she wasn't able to explain like. I I didn't feel like she was able to explain like how that situation transpired, and it felt like she started it though. It was all to me. It was her fault for making something so massive out of nothing. Like I wasn't included in in that night. I'm a main cast member. I've been on the show since day one. Just because I don't work at Sir, I wasn't like tagged in that dumb tweet about Girls Night. Like, calm down. You're going to make this now about the fact that you weren't born a woman. No, it's because you're not best friends with them. It was just a few of the girls throwing the event. Don't make something out of nothing. Do you, uh, the main cast members, like the, how many, what, there were five of you at the beginning? Or there six, were or? seven. Well, mm-hmm. if we include Tina McDowell. <laughs> yeah, what happened with Tina McDowell was um, supposed to be on the show, right? She yeah, was cast as someone and they just edited her out. Yeah, I think <laughs> Tina, it just really wasn't for Tina. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she was a little too mature right. for us. <laughs> um, but but t- it was Peter, Sheena. Tom Jacks, me, Saucy Katie. So Peter was a main cast? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Season one. I don't remember him being in like the promotional stuff. but maybe Yeah, not was, really. Yeah. It was, it was yeah, more of the six of us. So do any of you worry, the original people, do you, any of you worry that they would 
fire any of you or anything like that? Or do you... I mean, I fucking hope not. <laughs> right, right, right. Because it just, I mean, on other shows, I'm like a housewife I think it's a very confusing transition right now. And they're trying to figure out when we all sort of started from the bottom and now we're here, what do they do right. with that? They just but, do two shows. Like, let's just do two shows. Do hey, the OG cast members. And let's, I'm we game. don't have to pretend anyone works at Sir. As long as I still have a job, I'm so in. <laughs> I don't understand why we're pretending Jack's has to, or why he has to work at Sir. Yeah. <laughs> of all people, I feel like. He don't even work there. I, mean, I know. I, I did when- like the beginning of this season when Sheena was like, okay, so these people no longer work here. Like, let's be honest. About yeah, we're being it, honest you know? about it. But why? Really but then poor that. Sheena and Jax have to show up. Hey, you know what? Make Jax do something. Someone's gotta He's do- probably made four drinks in his like eight seasons of Vanderpump Rules. So keep him behind that <laughs> bar. I get so mad at him when he like won't make a martini or something. I'm like, people are paying you to make a martini. That's really how he was when he was working there, though. People would say, like, make me a mojito. And he's like, you can have a vodka cranberry or a beer. <laughs> That is what you get. <laughs> it's like, no, Kristen, from the book, I got the impression that you have no type, like in terms of a man. Like you have dated hockey players. You've dated I'm realizing that now. Actor models, yeah, younger people than you, people in a cult. Like I was really shocked. <laughs> I was like, you've literally dated it all. And so I was going to ask, do you think you have a type? I thought that I did for a while, um, and it was like anyone who kind of looked like Tom Sandoval. Mm-hmm. I thought that was like really my type. Well, he's so pretty like of course yeah like like pretty white boy dark hair dark eyes like that was kind of it um james was a fluke that was a rebound not a relationship i think james is looking really good these days Mm, you don't think so i don't think so at all (laughs) no i know that's okay sorry to bring it up (laughs) tough tough wound um but i know i i really thought that i did have a type and now i don't think that i do at all because now i'm no longer being like Oh, well, he looks hot on Instagram. That's my guy. Like, no, it doesn't matter if you have abs. It's like, do you have a personality? Are you hilarious? Away. Exactly. Yeah. Because we're, we're, we're grown now. Uh, who, if you were to look at a celebrity, like, just looks wise, who would be your, like, celebrity crush? Mm. Like, are you, like, a, a Ryan Gosling or a Michael Jordan? I mean, Jordan I love or... Ryan Gosling, but Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, I get that. <laughs> if Kristen, he were taller. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think smart is sexy. Like smart wit personality, like that turns me on. It's right. it's. I say it in the book. I'm like the way to my vagina is through my heart. Like mm. make me melt, and like that's how you have sex with me. I also want to mention the book is tongue in cheek. Mm-hmm. I, I, like I I think some people might be seeing the cover and saying, well, Kristen's crazy. Like wh- what do you mean the men made her crazy? But it's tongue. You're it's you're having fun with poking the fun you're poking it. fun at yourself, and I'm owning my crazy. Right. That's the point. Because I think sometimes people might miss that. And yeah. be like, oh, come on, Kristen. Oh, I get it all the time. Like, why would I? Why would I buy this book and take dating advice from her? And I'm like, I'm exactly the person you should take dating advice from because I've been through it all, and I'm literally telling you what not to do. Did you ever date any famous men in LA before Tom Sandoval? Like, not on the show, like any other like actors or anything, um, or hook up with any famous? Not people? really. There was one person that I like briefly dated who was the opposite of my type. Like, very briefly in like 2007. Who was that? Uh, Seth MacFarlane. <gasps> really? Yeah. Do people know this? Um, like my friends do. Oh my god! Like wait, that, he wasn't my boyfriend, but we but like you, went out on dates, and that was like during Family out. Guy. Yeah. Were you like Seth? Like, let me voice one of the characters. So did you ever voice a character? I've never really talked. I, well, whatever. Who cares? I think he has a girlfriend, and like I barely talked to him anymore, so he can't be yeah. mad at me. Seth, I love you. Um, we met at like a club or something through the Maloofs, like. It was just, or like some event. It was like an event at a club or something like that. And the first time, like, so the next day, I was I was twenty four years old. And the next day, I remember he texted me, 
And I was like, who the fuck is this? Like, I don't remember. I was really drunk. And he had invited, he was like, let's go to the movies. Or like, do you want to go get a drink? And I was like, oh, who was Seth? And so I agreed to go have cocktails with him in the Valley. And I got there and all of a sudden I'm like, I don't even know what this guy looks like. I have no idea who I'm meeting right now. All I know is some guy named Seth who was really funny through text and we were having a great banter and we obviously had a good time last night, but I don't remember. So then I, eventually he's like, Hey, what's up? You know, waving his hand around. So I was like, okay, so we have drinks. He starts talking to me about his job and Fox and family guy. And I was like, Oh, what do you do? Oh for Family God. Guy, because he'd invited me. I think it was like the hundredth episode You're, party, and I was like, do "What do you do?" And he goes, "Oh, it's my show." Yeah, and all of a sudden, my brain because I didn't know what he looked like. I, he's cute at that too. Point, he's, he's cute, adorable. Yeah, yeah. He's but really at that cute. moment, I'm like, Seth, Seth MacFarlane, Seth MacFarlane, Family Guy. Holy shit, what is happening right now? So we oh had, my we had God. fun for a little How was was he good in bed? Um, we never had sex. Okay, I had to ask. Yeah. Uh, who do you think is the best looking uh, man on Bravo? Um, like, the new guy have... Luke on Summer House. Oh my god, so <laughs> sexy, right? I know, I know. I may or may not have slid into his DMs. Good for you, you should. He's gorgeous. I know. I text I him too. <laughs> I text Lindsay, and it was like, "Is he single? Is he dating anyone on the show? Is there anything? Should I slide into oh, his DMs?" That's the crossover we need, Kristen. We need you to hook up with that Luke guy. He right. seems like a little maybe like bland, but he doesn't need to. He looks good enough. Like he... I mean, I I haven't watched the show yet. Like I'm gonna binge it, but. Just like his Instagram alone. Yeah, I was like, who are you? I know. He's gorgeous. Is he, how old is he? Is he in his 20s or 30s? I don't know. Yeah, Probably too young for me. No, I think he might be like, I feel like he's like 30 ish. I should he stalk thir- a little bit. I'm like, what does he do for a living? Right. I'll, we'll when do I go that to New after. York, should I try to make out with him? <laughs> you should definitely. Did you ever make out with any other Bravo celebrities like across show? I know there was like this big thing that Sheena might have made out with Craig from Southern Charm. No, that was me. Was, oh, it was Sheena you that made Shep out with Craig? Did. Okay, Sheena and, oh, Sheena. Yeah. Sheena, what are you doing with Shep? Yeah. Just no, just Craig. I hate Shep. That was it. Chris, I yeah, Shep. I hate Shep. Shep's but Craig, a mess. Is, Craig is gorgeous. Craig, yeah, I met him a at, sweetheart. I met him at BravoCon, and I was like blown away by how good he looks in person. Because I always thought he looked good on TV, mm-hmm. but in person, I was like, oh my god, he's so handsome and he's tall. He's which tall. I feel he like it, that like... doesn't read on camera because you know right. Shep is tall, but all the guys on Southern Charm were so tall that once you meet them in person you're like holy i remember the first time i met austin and i'm like you guys literally are all like six four like this is crazy yeah i was shocked that craig was tall Mm -hmm. too it was blown away uh i know that uh you and tom and ariana are friends and you bring up tom in the book quite a bit there's a few chapters did you talk to them about what you were writing about them um a little bit i told ariana more because tom's terrible at his phone anyway and i don't really think he cares (laughs) at this point (laughs) like we've sort of aired our dirty laundry and and i don't trash him at all in the book i told ariana that i was writing about miami girl I just wanted to give her a heads up and she was totally fine with that. But I also have a whole chapter about what it's like making up with them and, and finding a way to be friends with your ex and his girlfriend that I thought had scarred me for life. And yeah. like what, cause I think that's something, especially in Vanderpump rules, Ariana and I always talk about how they never really showed you guys making up. Yeah. Which it was, was so, like, suddenly so you guys are friends. Where did we miss that? So that's why I dedicated an entire chapter to, what that process right. was like. We've seen Sheena doing arts and crafts, but we haven't seen <laughs> two of the main cast members yeah. make up. It's so weird. Looking back on the relationship with Tom, uh, what did you learn from that relationship? At Tom and I just stayed in it for far too long. I think we just became very complacent. We were also dead broke. We didn't really know any better. We were so young when we started dating. Like I met him when I was 24. Started dating when I was like 24, 25. And 
we just sort of stayed together because it's what we knew. Yeah. I think it was comfortable, even though we were miserable. And then we cheated on each other, but it was like, maybe we could, we just didn't know ourselves very well, I think. Yeah. And I so you absolutely celebrate Tom for like kind of putting his foot down and being like, this has Time's to end. Because I, I would have stayed with him forever. What was on that fucking DVR that... Vanderpump Rules. Is that what was on it? I'm not even joking. Like, so it was just like, the season Vander- it was all, We it. didn't even have cable until we got the show. So this then we got exclusive. cable so we could watch Jersey Shore in the Hills because we were like, we don't know what we're getting ourselves into. We couldn't afford cable. And then it was that, and it was like ancient aliens and like science shows. Oh my God. I always wonder what was the on that. Damn DVR. DVR. <laughs> uh, so you also maintain in the book that, that Tom cheated twice, right? But mm-hmm. he, did he ever. Did that? I can't remember. We did. It was on the show about the Vegas girl. The Vegas girl was. Mm -hmm. And And Ariana. And Ariana. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. But then they didn't say, they don't think that they don't. He admitted that they made out in a pool at at the the Golden Golden Nugget. Nugget. I remember Golden Nugget. I think it was much more than that. And I had, you know, whatever. It is what it is at this point. But like, I maintain that they had some sort of relationship for a long time. When's the last time you talked to Miami girl? Back then. Back then. Oh, yeah. That was so fucking messy. That was so messy. <laughs> so messy. And I Classic loved crazy watching <laughs> every second. Would you have done that if it wasn't on a TV show? Like, in real life, oh, like, yeah. you would have just brought my... Oh, it was yeah. before filming that I even reached out to her because the, the article about Tom and Jack's in, like, I think, Star Magazine, supposedly, all that messiness, came out in the spring before filming. And the second I saw it, I was like, who is this girl? I'm going to find her. I called producers. I was like, oh, this is happening. Yeah. And she was... And also, I never flew her out there. I could not even afford to fly myself somewhere. She paid her own way. Yes, she did. She was more than happy to be a part of that. Yeah, she wanted to be on Vanderpump Rules. A hundred percent. She wanted to publicly embarrass Tom. Yeah. Well, it was great TV. These are yeah. As we're reminiscing, I'm like, oh my God, the golden years were just so, so good. <laughs> um, there's also a getting a little bit more serious. There's a chapter in the book that... I, truly blew me away. I, I was surprised you talk about sexual assault. Yeah. And I thought it was so amazing of you to talk about it because it is a really fun, fluffy, fun, wonderful book. But then there is a chapter where you say that the situation happened to you. Yeah. Would you mind maybe expanding a little? It was a really hard. It was a really hard thing to. It was really Michelle's idea. I'll say that she was like she one day during our writing process. I mean, we wrote morning, noon, and night for you know months, and she sitting in my backyard, and she literally looked at me and she goes, "Have you ever been raped?" Straight up, and my my jaw dropped. I'm like, "What? I'm sorry, what? I mean, we talk about everything, but what?" And she goes, "Just answer the question." And I said, "Yes." She's like, "We have to talk about it then." We have to talk about every single scenario universally that you have been through. That if, and if you haven't, then that's that. But you have, we have to find a way to say it because women are going to read this book. And it, yes, it is funny and tongue in cheek and poke funny, poking fun and whatnot. But we have to touch on it. You know, we talk about abuse, we talk about rape, we talk about my chapter with Jax. And those are the three little heavier hitting moments. But I, Felt like I wouldn't be being completely vulnerable and honest if I didn't talk about it. Does it scare you to be that vulnerable? Because I think out of anything in the book, I think that's what's going to really touch people a lot. And I yeah. think it'll definitely affect and and be wonderful for people to read. Yeah. But it is putting like something that I think you even said in the book that you almost put so far away. Yeah. Or, or tried to convince yourself that it wasn't. Is that right? right? Yeah. 
And, because that's the, and the, that's normal. all the emotions that you go through when you want to, yeah, exactly. Like push it away. Like you want to think that like, maybe it was my fault and maybe if I wasn't so drunk or, you know, if should I have gone to the police or what would I have done? But would I have messed up my, I say this in the book, like would I have messed up friendships surrounding this person? I didn't know him very well, but it was someone that, you know, was in a, a group with us and it was just very, what do you mean very in a conflicting group? and like, meaning like in a friend group, meaning like I knew who oh, he was. Okay. It wasn't someone I was close to, but I knew who he was. And right. so it was like, am I going to ruin his life? Am I making this too big of a deal? Are people going to believe me? You're worried Is about he going to deny people. it? Yeah. Like there's just so many things surrounding it. But, and I say this in the book too. It's like, I don't think about it very often. I, I really, but I've dealt with it. And when I do really sit and think about it, like it's very emotional. Yeah. And because it's, especially it's such a topic you know, as of late in the last couple of years in the the public, I just felt like it was something I had to touch on. So if anything, women that are reading it go, Oh my God, me too. Like, yeah. yeah. And I'm not alone. And maybe I should talk about it and maybe I shouldn't suppress these feelings. And I think what you'll find when the book is out and people get to read the whole story, I think they will, you'll get that feedback as well. You'll hear people saying that happened to me too. And I think it's a very universal situation, unfortunately, Unfortunately. Um, but consent is very important Mm -hmm. uh, as you say in the book. And I think so many women go through that and men too, but yeah. And men too. That's um, the thing. Men too. It's just broke my heart reading about it because I just think so many women have what, what women in particular have to deal with. And then I think by nature, women are, people pleasers mm-hmm. uh, right and so i think, i definitely was absolutely so you're like protecting this other person and not protecting yourself yeah just, just thinking well i can deal with it i'll be fine yeah, yeah. so it was it was definitely a, a, it was also hard because the book is so kind of lighthearted and funny it was like is this putting a damper on no, it I like thought is it was this a weird thing but it was just i felt like again like if i didn't say it then i wasn't being honest yeah I think it's going to help so many people. And I just, so. I think it's wonderful that you, you also in the book, one of the things I love is you're very open about going to therapy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a wonderful thing. Um, I wanted to give you just a, a minute or two. If there's someone out there listening who's maybe afraid to go to therapy or they think, you know, something's going on with me inside, but like I'm, or I'm holding something in, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I've never seen a therapist or that's not something they're comfortable with. Like, what would you say to someone like that to say, it's okay to, Oh, I think it's the, it's the healthiest thing ever. And it's something that Ariana and I really bond over. And I'm so proud of her for coming out of her shell and being so open, like as of the last couple of years about her sexuality and about like her depression mental health, and yeah. mental health. It's so important Amazing. because it's so easy to just suppress, yeah. but it's not doing you any justice. And if you really want to grow as a person and truly be happy, like these things are important and it's your friends are great and whatnot, but talking to someone who's a professional um, who's completely unbiased and, right. and trust me, they've talked to people a lot crazier than you. And they know that they have like sort of the toolkit to yeah, help you absolutely. deal with all this stuff. And there, there's a, there's many toolkits. Like yeah. there's not one right or wrong way through therapy. There's yeah. a million different kinds, like cognitive behavioral therapy works for some people. Sometimes just talk therapy helps other people. Couples therapy, yeah, group therapy, well, all sorts different of kinds. different kinds. And I say in the book too, when I'm talking about my therapist, like it took me a minute to find her. Right. I went to a couple of people prior to that and I was the very first person. I was stubborn as hell. And I'm like, oh God, you don't know anything. And like, I'm not into it. Then the, I think I went to three people before her. And then the second person I went to one time, the third person I went to a couple of times. I was like, all right, I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah. 
but they I just didn't you just click didn't with vibe. them. Yeah. And then finally I found the one I did vibe with who like sort of cussed she would say the word fuck like in our first <laughs> session and I was like, All right, this bitch gets me. You know what I mean? Like you start you stop feeling yeah. like you're under a microscope but you're actually having a conversation. It is like dating too a little bit. Like you gotta find the right fit. There was yeah. this one therapist I went to and she uh, told me that I could come to her house for my sessions because her office was like in Santa Monica, which is far away from me. And and she lived like right near me ish. And I, so I would go there and every time I would get there, like, let's say the appointment was for six o'clock. I would get there at six o'clock and she would be like, just coming out of the shower. She'd be in a robe and like wet hair. <laughs> and it happened like every time. And it wasn't like in a sexual way, but no. it was just like, she was just what like, is going on? She and she'd be like, hold on a second. And then, so I'd have to like wait on her stump while she dried her hair or oh my whatever. God. Oh my or, God. or then the whole session she'd be in a like a bathrobe and i'm like this isn't working for this me. is weird as shit that's <laughs> super takes, fucking weird it yeah takes a little while. and people also need to know like because i think a lot of people are deterred from like that it's expensive oh, and, yeah, it, right. and and it does co- but you can find like a sliding scale therapist you just have to do a little bit of research your insurance might even cover if you don't have insurance you can't afford that there are people that will do it for very cheap yeah when i started seeing my therapist i was like right when tom and i broke up i was or yeah right about then and I was very broke. And I straight up said, I can't afford, I love, I want to see you, but I can't afford it. So she worked with me on that. Yeah. You know, and then there was eventually a point where she was like, I can't really keep doing it at this cheap. And I was like, totally fair. You guys had some low contracts those first couple of seasons. <laughs> yeah. you know, there was like nothing. <laughs> it was awful. Uh, there's also some stuff about James in the book. And. On the show, we saw, like, as I was reading, I was thinking back, like, of some of the things we saw between the two of you, and we saw some pretty dark stuff. And I wondered, is it hard to be around? I mean, I we talked a little bit about Tom, but is it hard to be around James in particular? Because that relationship to. was, to me, viewing it was a little bit more ab- abusive. Oh, absolutely. Than- Tom's an angel in comparison. Yeah, Tom is an angel. I yeah. yeah. I mean, Tom and I were definitely toxic and, and not great to each other. We had our moments and I was definitely awful to him at, at certain times. But James is just like legitimately like Satan spawn. How about when it, when you're doing like press and stuff? Like I just stay away from him. You just stay away from him. Yeah, absolutely. That's smart. Yeah. Um, do you I mean, f- I'll be as professional as I have to be. Like during main titles, we had to stand next to each other. And it's like, I have a job to do, but... Typically, I now just tell production. It was actually this season was the first time I just said, if it means you take me out of scenes, I can't be around him. And it's the only way that I'm not going to freak out. <laughs> What's your relationship like with LVP? Um, she, I actually saw her yesterday. She's so proud about the book. She's been much kinder the last year. I think she's been through a lot in the last year. Housewives, her mother, her brother, like you know, rest in peace, God forbid, it was, she's been through so much. And I think that that just softened her a bit to me, seeing the stuff I was going through with the girls and with Carter. And like, my brother was really sick over the summer and like, I had some family stuff going on. She was just really kind. And I think she's finally noticing that I actually like work really hard and I'm not just a 20 something year old pain in the ass employee anymore. (laughs) Yeah. Cause you guys always have some confrontational. Because I don't kiss the ring. Yeah. I yeah. probably should have. It would have done better for me, but it's just not who I am. Do you watch Housewives at all? Not anymore. Not anymore. I used, used to. to. Yeah. I want to start watching. Um, you need to watch New York, Kristen. Yeah, I want to start. Sassy told me like so months good. ago that I should start from season one. Yeah, it's like the best. It's and she the was best. Like TV. you're gonna love it. You're gonna be obsessed. I mean, I love Vanderpump Rules, but Real Housewives of New York is just my like. Yeah, it's everything. <laughs> um, okay, so also you told me I love the Architectural Digest videos. 
Yes. And you DM me and said you're doing one. Yeah. So the open um, door. Yeah, like in a week and a half. That um, is so. Kristen, they're like, coming to, to me. Film. That's everything. I just started watching, so I got sent like a bunch of links. So I just started watching. I started with Teddy Mellencamp's, and then just started watching like the ten that they sent me. And Are I'm they so excited. so excited. I like love a home tour. I could just watch anyone uh, take me to their house. So yeah, I'm so excited. I'm really. Stoked. Do you feel like stressed to like get the house perfect for them? I don't only because we just did a photo shoot recently um, with oh, so a friend ready. of mine who's the interior designer. Yeah, so all I said was I'm gonna have it cleaned while I'm out of town next week, and then come over and just make sure it kind of looks the way that you know you wanted it to. Will look. we see your house on the show this season? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I know it's weird because you only saw like one scene so far, but I moved yeah. in much later than everyone else did, right. and mine was a fixer upper, and it took me a lot of time to get it to even where it is now and it's still houses are hard there's so much yeah, more work to a, do it's a lot of work and i think your house is so appealing to the viewers just because the other houses all look the same and so mm-hmm. we're like let's get to see Kristen. yeah and mine i had to like renovate so much like and you had to what i had to renovate oh, so right, much right. like new yours floors. is an older house it's 1939 yeah, yeah and i thought when i moved in i was like okay six weeks i'm gonna like Paint inside, paint outside, redo the floors, knock down a wall, redo the bathrooms. Everything's going to be great. And after, no, no, it's not how it works. I used to cry and call my mom and ask her if I could return it and get a refund. <laughs> but uh, I love it now. I'm good. I'm excited to see it. So there's a Everything I kind of Fan Facebook group. And I asked if they had any questions because they knew you were coming on the show. So uh, someone in the Facebook group wanted to know or wanted you to know if your friends wash their hands of you for making bad relationship decisions, they aren't your friends. What would you say to that? I mean, that's where I'm at right now. And I agree. I don't think that it's not the, it, again, it's not the kind of love that I like, prefer, or give. So I just think if it isn't, you know, if it's not the friendship you want to maintain forever, then you have to do, you do have to do what's healthiest for you. But I'm, it's just not my style. Like I'm a ride or die. Right. Uh, Mike said, what really happened in Mexico when Schwartz got lost on the beach and supposedly wound up at another resort? Yeah. Uh, we never so- saw that. What was that? So it was, did he hook up with someone? No, God, no. It okay. was, oh my God. It was like the sun was coming up and Schwartz and James and I took bicycles. We were just effing hammered and went to the beach. And that's why I was so mad that the whole Jack's like, oh, James and Kristen were like banging Schwartz by. Because Schwartz was there too. Well, Schwartz was with us and so a couple of our producers were surfing and I was like, why can't I just say that they saw me, or not producers, I'm sorry, camera guys. And I was like, they saw me there. Like they know nothing happened. Right. Um, and then we rode the bikes back to the hotel and Schwartz took off and then I went to bed. Do you feel, I've said this. That's on, just like a Tom thing to do. He just likes to, roam. To, like, he just likes to roam. T- yeah. Tom gets drunk, but he's funniest. Like the next day when he's still drunk, like when I lived in West Hollywood, we all lived here. Tom would get up at like eight o'clock in the morning. He still does this. And he's like, Dodie, let's go to the standard hotel and dip our toes in the pool and have a Pinot Grigio spritzer like eight o'clock in the morning. Because Tom's just hysterical and funny. And he likes, he would like walk up and down Melrose, go to taste, like go to all these places by himself. Just the next he day. He just yeah. likes to roam. Yeah. Let, let Tom live. Let him live. Uh, I have mentioned this on Everything Iconic a million times. I think that the men on your show often get way more passes than the women. In yeah. terms of like the Empathy. viewers. And again, I just want to say, I don't think that the women on your show are complete angels or anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. But it seems like the men are are so much more quickly forgiven 
And that must be frustrating. Of course for the women, it is. I yeah. Think. I think I talked about that last season. We called it empathy. Right, it was right. like, oh, they can do whatever. It's they like, can oh, cheat, steal, yeah. lie, it's everything. Like, oh, that's just Jack's though. Oh, just oh a cute that's little just Schwartz. the way Tom right. is. Yeah. And it seems like they get they get away with murder, and then someone like Katie can just say something. Of course, say something awful, but it's yeah. like the Katie viewers saying "shut the fuck up." All of a sudden, Katie's the, the devil, devil, right? For for seasons to come, and it just She'll I feel like it's forgiven. so imbalanced. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god! Cool. But your cast is also very divisive because every time I have <laughs> any of you guys on the show, it's like I get aggressive messages. Mm-hmm. Either people love you or hate you, and yeah, there's uh, really know, no in between. There's no in between. <laughs> As it is with life, though, I feel that way with guys I've dated. It's like, I'm the crazy devil one, but he's fine, you know? The men get to just do whatever the fuck they want. Those Everybody straight men. want. Um, okay, Kristen said, with all the talk of Bravo cutting people, they cut some people on Orange County, that Vicky and Tamara, who've been there for 100 years. Um, so crazy. Are any of you concerned about the show ratings-wise, or do you guys even look at any of that stuff? I do because I'm obsessed with everything. So like I get Google alerts on myself and the show and I want to see the ratings all the time. I want to know what people are thinking because this is our job and our real life. And it's a very like weird thing to have your job be your life and your life be your job. Mm. So I'm very invested in it and I do care and I really hope I keep my job. Uh, Casey said, uh, ask if her shoulders hurt from carrying the show. (laughs) I love that so much. And I tried to, I loved it. I saw that on Twitter and I tried to find a way to like, I'm not like egocentric enough to be like, Oh, retweet. Ha ha ha. So I was like, yeah, my neck, my back. Dot, dot, dot. Well, I think, Krista, um, we need messy people on these shows, and yeah. sometimes you're the only one giving us a little bit of messiness. And I don't, so to clarify, I don't think I carry this no, show. Well, I mean, I, I think <laughs> none of us can have a spinoff. I think we need. Yeah, it doesn't work. We need the Britney. We need the Jacks. We need the Stassi, the Katie, the Tom, the Tom. You know, we need the Sheena for sure. Like, we need all of us. And I think it's been proven otherwise they probably would already have spun off with someone already. We, oh, we don't need the new people. Yeah, not really. Well, I, think Dana's a separate a, thing. I think Dana's a great addition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she's she's crazy, sexy, and cool. And she's smart, and she's well-spoken. And I really like that addition. But yeah, I don't think we need like people 10 years younger than us. Just it, that's the fillers. weird part about it. And then it's like, I feel like Sheena's the one who has to film with all the young people all mm-hmm. the time. And it's just like an awkward... Yeah, I agree. And, so I'm going to do a little lightning round with you. Favorite okay. rom-com? How to lose guy in ten days? Right. So your co-writer wrote that. Yes. Book. Okay. Or co-wrote it. Sandra Bullock or Julie Roberts? Sandra Bullock. Favorite Mariah Carey song? Oh, anything from the album? What is it? Like ninety? When she had like she wore like the black off the shoulder dress. Daydream. Was it like no, the gray cover? That. Oh, right, wave of uh, music box. Nope. Before that. Um. Right. When she had like the really curly hair, oh my self-tied, god! Her it might have yeah, been. Yeah, it was first. like gold writing, black dress, yeah. off the shoulder. Everything from that album. Oh, so good. Uh, Britney or Christina? Britney. First concert. New, new kids on the block. Meg Ryan. Thoughts. Love. Oh. Sleep is in Seattle. So good. Uh, if they made a Vanderpump Rules movie, who would you want to play you? Does she have to look like me? No. Um, one of my friends. She's up and coming. Lily Simmons. That's who Lily's, I want. Who is she? Do, will we know something? Um, she like, was in, did you, you know the show Gotham? She yeah, played yeah. Catwoman on like the final mm-hmm. Interesting. thing of it. And she's done a bunch of like indie stuff, but I, I'm very much um, rooting for her to 
play me in our TV show. Are you interested in acting at all? This isn't a light run. I love it. I miss it so much. So, like, I mean, I know you guys have such a busy schedule, but, like, uh, you know, I would love to see you guys. Here's what I want. I want Bravo to start doing, like, what Hallmark and Lifetime do with the Christmas Mm -hmm. movies, and I want them to cast, like, Bravo celebrities in them. (laughs) All right, one. Like, I just want there to be a Christmas movie, like, with you and Kim Richards or, like, whoever the actors are. Yeah. Um, I miss it so much. I just, I knew that once the Vanderpump got big, it was, like... That's it. We're now going to be reality personalities trying to be actors, even though a few of us have, like, really, I mean, Ariana and Tom Sandoval, like, really studied for years. Right. Um, And I feel like doing Vanderpump is, like, the best improv training I've ever had. Mm Mm-hmm. Hands down. And there's some acting. It I mean, so Peter and Raquel, fun. it looked like they were acting. <laughs> <Bad> <laughs> um, acting. <laughs> Mary Fuck Kill, Tom, James, and Jax. Tom Sandoval, James, and Jax. James Kill. Right. Oh, shit. Fuck Tom, Mary Jax. Uh, Mary Fuck Kill, Katie, Stassi, and Peter. Ooh. Mary Fuck Kill, Katie, Stassi, Peter. Mary Stassi, Kill, Peter, Fuck Katie. When is the last time you had contact with the Vale or Laura Lee? Laura Lee, it's been since whenever she <laughs> fell off the face of the planet. Um, and Vale, we like DM once in a while. Like, I still oh. follow her. And if I like see something, you know, we kind of like double tap and like heart emojis and whatnot. That clip of you telling Diana to suck a dick where Vale is like kind of trying to like get in the mix and it's like so embarrassing. But I get it. Like, she just could not get her way in. No, yeah, no. Um, but Laura Lee, like, I really want somebody to just like bring Laura Lee back for a, a scene. Yeah, I like don't know what happened to her. Can I, we just I, def- do- I tried to like find her, like reach out like once in a while, like just after she sort of left the show and. I just like I don't know what happened to her. I don't to, know where she went. To me, there would truly be nothing more thrilling than like a surprise appearance from Laura Lee. Like, oh my god, we're, they wouldn't even like don't let don't even put it in a promo or anything. Just like all of a sudden in a scene, she just shows up in Rome, Italy at Saucy's wedding. <laughs> oh, Kristen, I would love it so much. She just pops on by I in would front of that camera. Her there, <laughs> I think you should like, and that would be the most amazing thing. Oh my god, uh, what was your AOL screen name? Oh, it was. Tris 62 I think Tri- what was that for yeah I don't remember why yeah. I'm pretty sure that was it though uh, Kristen this was so fun is there anything so else you want to tease about the upcoming or the rest of the season are we going to like it I hope so I mean I'm going to again I'm going to watch it with you guys like yeah. the wedding is going to be awesome there's definitely some drums what other drama do in we have there the wedding drums. Is there I mean, something you'll that see has... me, Katie, and Stassi once again? So, do you guys fight, fight at the wedding? Not at the actual wedding, but during wedding festivities. Yeah, oh, interesting. Yeah, it wasn't well, good. Kristen, I'm rooting for you guys all to get together because I want you all to be friends again. I do too. Um, tell them you love them here. You love them. Right? I love you guys. Love I love you, Katie and Stassi. They know and that. And anything else you want to promote? The book is out in June. June second, pre-order on Amazon, please. And it's really like it's it's really a fun read, but then there's also these moments where. It's very deep. And- I'm very proud. It's the most vulnerable thing I've ever done. And it's like nothing will ever compare to writing this book. Like it's the coolest experience of my life. It's so, I w- I'm so excited for you. And Thank you. I can't wait for you to see it in- on storage shelves. I know. I'm right next freak to fancy out, right? AF cocktails. Is that how you felt when you like went to Target for the first time or like Barnes and Noble and you were like, holy shit. Yeah, it's exciting. I mean, I, I, it'll be even more exciting for you because it's like your face is on the, yeah. I mean, it'll just be, it's a great moment. And, 
Yeah, to just go to Barnes and Noble and like pick it up or, yeah. you know, on the show, I think they showed Ariana or Stasi putting her book in front of the yes, other book. And, and it's I like, love that, is that she did that. I love it. Yeah. I would do the exact same thing, hands down. I do that. Uh, <laughs> um, Kristen, thank you so, so much. Uh, I want to tell everyone to please find me on social media at Danny Pellegrino on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Facebook, it's facebook.com slash Pellegrino Danny. And then uh, there's still tickets to the Dallas live show. There's just a few left. Um, I'd love to see you guys go to everythingiconic.com. And at the top of the page, there's a link for that. And there's going to be really crazy, exciting guests for that one, I think. And oh, wait, real quick, shout out Detroit people. Um, February 19th, I will be at the Comedy Castle in Royal Oak with Rachel O'Brien doing a live podcast. You guys are live touring now, too. A little bit. Yeah. I'm, just, like I'm kind of tagging tagging along for a will few Will you come do an Everything Iconic live show Absolutely. when I do an LA yeah, one? Yeah, it's okay, so please. much fun. fun. It's, it's less scary than I thought it was going to be, yeah. and it's a lot of fun. Because we all just want to laugh and be messy together. It's yeah. Fun. Okay, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for listening. I love decorating the house and getting furniture, but sometimes it could be overwhelming to design a space. And so luckily, I'm here to tell you about a company called Cozy. Now, Cozy is fantastic, a North American company that thoughtfully designs furniture made for modern living. Now, Cozy strives to provide the best furniture shopping experience with elegant, super high quality products, plus fast delivery and easy assembly, which is really important to me because I do not like putting together furniture. So the easier, the better for me. Now, Cozy offers a beautiful, customizable sofas and sectionals that are made to adapt in time. This means customers can add seats to the sofas over time. Maybe if you're extending your family, you might want more space on the couch. Cozy also offers a great range of coffee tables, washable rugs, wall shelving, credenzas, TV stands, and accessories. So much. It's thoughtfully designed furniture made for modern living. There's an outdoor sofa and tables collection that is fantastic. It's called the Mistral. So you can choose the perfect sofa configuration for your outdoor setup. Uh, Cozy also opened its first retail space on Queen Street in Toronto to push the experience to the next level and allow customers to engage physically with the products. So transform your living space today with Cozy. Visit Cozy.com, spelled C-O-Z-E-Y, to start customizing your furniture today. Again, that's Cozy, C-O-Z-E-Y.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.